This morning, we're talking with Jeff Lecision, and you are part of Rutherford County's Long-Term Disaster Recovery Group. Yes, you can shorten that to LTRG. Disaster response is a world of acronyms. So uh, there's your first one. So welcome welcome to the world of, of disaster recovery, Scott. Thanks for having me. So first of all, tell us what this group is and how it came about. Sure, sure. Um, the Long-Term Recovery Group was formed in response to the April 1st tornadoes that came through uh, Rutherford County, um, impacting most specifically in the Reedyville area and, and a couple others. But um, that's that was the primary kind of ground zero, if you will. And the purpose of the long-term recovery group is, I'll go ahead and, and just kind of read part of our mission statement, if that's okay with you. We spent some time putting this mission statement together so that we could be succinct. So the mission of the Rutherford County LTRG is to provide recovery services to individuals and families affected by the tornadoes that occurred on April 1st. These services will be provided by a group from the community of faith-based, nonprofit, volunteer, and government agencies that came together concerned for the recovery of their county. Advocacy will be provided for all survivors, regardless of race, creed, color, gender, sexual orientation, disability, or religious preference. The goal is to advocate to see all our residents fully recovered from the disasters. So I know that's a mouthful, um, but essentially what we're doing here is covering the gap that is left after folks exhaust their homeowners or renters insurance and any funds they received from FEMA in the form of SBA grants or loans. Um, so some folks have received that assistance already and are still finding themselves unable to recover fully from the storms on their own. That's what we're here to help with. And Jeff, this community reminder of you being on the radio today, it, it comes at a time as places like Madison, Tennessee, Gallatin, Clarksville are starting that recovery process from the beginning after they were just hit by tornadoes. And I think this will give listeners an idea of just how long of a recovery process it is to recover from a tornado. That's exactly right, Scott. Um, I started doing this disaster work almost three years ago. And, well, to be specific, it was March of 2021 that I started working for Lutheran Disaster Response. And the case that I was on at that time was the March 2020 tornado. And so here I was just being brought on board a full year after that tornado. And that was the, you know, the first light bulb moment for me was, wait a minute, that's still going on? And it was just before the holidays last year, 2022, that we closed the last case on the 2020 tornadoes that, that came through downtown Nashville. So two years, unfortunately, is not unusual for a timeline for folks to fully recover from a disaster like this. And for those who had insurance, they're going to spend the first probably two years putting together list after list after list of contents that were in their home and literally anything they can think of. And that's that's a tough job to do. And that's just one portion of what people are going to go through. And then you have the exterior of the property to calculate. And then you have to negotiate sometimes with the insurance provider. And if you don't have insurance, it's another story altogether. Because then you're looking at, I guess, going through what, FEMA? That's the next step. Um, 
I, I, I haven't seen, for example, the tornadoes that came through this past weekend. I'm sure there will be disaster declarations uh, by the state first and then by FEMA. Um, that triggers the availability of those funds. Um, we were declared for this tornado back in the spring, um, both. Um, so, so those funds were available. Um, and I guess if, if you are a property that was hit by a tornado and your area wasn't declared a disaster, then FEMA funds are not going to be available to help, uh, you know, to offset anything that maybe insurance didn't pay for. Yeah, unfortunately, that that's true. Um, in this situation, in our April first um, tornado, fortunately for those folks, it was declared. So, so those funds were available. That window has since closed. Um, so, you know, my message today, Scott, is for those folks who still need help in our community, and to let them know that our case managers are up and running. We have a hotline and an online link where those survivors can reach out and speak with our case managers who will respond to them within a couple of days of when they reach out. They'll speak with the case managers, provide all of their information, and then that assessment will show us as a group what the need is, and then we can go out about the business of trying to help these folks get fully recovered. And Jeff, have you already talked to some residents who were affected by that storm that came through back on April 1st of this year? Our case managers have, yes. Obviously, confidentiality is a priority for us. So the case managers have already spoken with several of the survivors. Um, our outreach today that you're helping out with and we're grateful for is to help find more of those survivors, the rest of those survivors, hopefully, and let them know that there is a further resource for them. And what kind of resources are available? You know, I don't really know what types of services are going to be needed. Right. And I'm, I'm curious about that, too. What, so what do you anticipate and what types of services are actually available? Sure. Give you a couple of examples. Let, let's say we, we have a survivor that their house needed repair, but not a complete rebuild. And their homeowner's insurance and their FEMA grants got them almost, almost all the way through. And they need carpet. They need... Um, you know, they need trim, they need, um, in, in some cases, you know, that's, it's the roof or, um, you know, just something to get them to the finish line. And then the resources that we pull together, some of them are in kind. There are organizations that provide furniture, um, or kitchen supplies or, or, or in kind things of that nature. Um, then of course, construction is, is a part of it. Some folks need the work done. So we're helping them get that work done and get those building materials. So just um, just a couple of examples of the, of the kind of things that we can do. And, and you know, here's where problems arise. And, and I know this because we talked to folks from that Radioville tornado that came through. And then we also went to Nashville, Madison, and those areas and talked to some folks who were affected by those most recent tornadoes. And some of them were telling us, you know, I've got insurance on the structure, but I don't have insurance on the contents because I couldn't afford it. And then you have other folks out there who in Reedyville, they quickly learned that building costs have since skyrocketed since their house was built. And maybe they had caps in place on their insurance, either to save money or that's just what that existing house was worth. So those are, I guess, just two of the things that people are going to be up against. And that means, you know, recovery from this stuff is so costly. That's exactly right. And 
uh, just need to be clear when the um, when the case managers speak with these folks, you know, they're going to get that accurate assessment. Um, and it doesn't always mean that they're going to if they had a five thousand dollar leather sofa that they're going to get a five thousand dollar leather sofa. But we're you know, we're going to do our best to, to make them as whole as we can. And of course, we, we, we have a commitment to do that equitably. So if somebody, let's say insurance paid a portion of it, but yet they had this large deductible, is that something that can be looked at and possibly they be paid or helped out with through this LTRG organization or nonprofit, I guess? It doesn't really work like that. We don't provide any funds directly to the survivors. Um, you know, the, the the idea is to provide them what they need um, in in terms of work and materials. So if, let's, I guess as another example, work is needed, what, what does LTRG do in helping that person get the work that is needed? Well, you've just provided me with a great opportunity to, to, to send a message out to the community. Um, we have a great committee of folks from different walks of, the, uh, walks of life. We even have somebody on our board um, to help provide legal aid to, to survivors. Um, we are still in search of a few key members of the board. In particular, we're looking for a construction manager. Somebody, you know, who's very familiar with the construction industry who might feel the call to bring their time to the table. Once, our, once the case managers have assessed the need, then specifically if they have construction needs, then the construction manager can help walk them through, okay, here's what you need. Here's how we put a budget together. Here's how we get contractors involved. So a call for that <laughs> as well is, is something that I'm grateful that you've given me an opportunity to speak about. And again, we're talking to Jeff, and uh, he is part of the Rutherford County Long-Term Recovery Group. And right now, first thing is to recognize this is for the April 1st of this year tornadoes that came through areas like Reedyville. And that tornado that did go through there was an EF2 tornado. And I was reading it had uh, 130 mile per hour winds with it. it. It was quite destructive for anyone who has seen the damage out there because some of that damage can still be seen today. It sure can. And it, it'll still be seen a year from now. Some so of it. how do people get a hold of somebody within the LTRG and, and what do they need to have prepared ahead of time whenever they do get a hold of somebody when they make that call or reach out to them through the internet. Sure, sure. Uh, is, is it okay if I give the number? Sure. Okay, great. So um, our partners at uh, Tennessee Western Kentucky United Methodist Church, um, their disaster recovery team, uh, they have partnered with us to do case management. Um, I personally have worked with them on a number of disasters, a number of tornadoes and floods and um, and disasters across the state. Um, they are the best at what they do. Um, so survivors that that do still need help can call 615-270-9255. And within a couple of days, they will get a call back. And certainly the case managers will let them know, obviously, that they're going to have to provide some personal information for these assessments to be made. And they will walk them through that process and stay with them through, you know, through that process. And uh, we also have a survivor portal. I think you've been gracious enough to 
to be willing to share that on on the WGNS social media sites, and I'm, I appreciate that. So folks can probably go there would be the best way then for us to try to communicate a, a lengthy link over the air here. And we'll post that with this podcast. In fact, that link is already on our website. And if you just search for LTRG and then tornado, and it should pull that up. But what are what are some of the things that people can call and ask about that you will help out with? If, if their home still needs repair, you know, if they're still unable to, to live in the home, even though they've exhausted those funds, or even if they are, but there's, there's still work to be done, um, I can't guarantee uh, what can be done, and I can't make any promises, certainly, here, but I can make the commitment that we'll do what we can um, and what we're able to to help folks get whole. Yeah. And I guess one of the keys is that the person who needs that additional help, those additional services, they more than likely should have already exhausted all existing services before they reach out to the LTRG group. Or at the very least, see that that's going to happen before they reach the finish line. Sure. Jeff, you are still in need of others to help out, to be a part of the LTRG. So who do you need the most right now? Thanks for asking that question, Scott. As our assessments get completed and we really have a good idea of what the needs are, how many cases we're going to have open, what kind of funding is going to be needed, what kind of materials, what kind of work is going to be needed, then our attention turns to our friends in the community, whether they be faith organizations, um, other nonprofits, business leaders who might feel the call to help. We're going to need funding. We're going to need probably volunteers. We're going to need in-kind donations once we're once we're sure of what we of what we need. And if there are leaders in the community that want to get involved and help, I've got an email address that uh, that I'll share. It's just RutherfordLTRG at gmail.com. RutherfordLTRG standing for Long Term Recovery Group at gmail.com. Would love to. Would love to speak with anybody who's um, who sees an opportunity to help here and to join us in uh, in, in making our neighbors whole. So, and again, you can find this on our website just by searching LTRG. We'll post it not only uh, with the podcast of this interview, but you can also find it in the news story about LTRG and uh, some of the things that they do. Uh, Jeff, we appreciate you joining us. Scott, thanks for the time.